Welcome, welcome, faithful listeners, to Pod Toy number 109. Joining me tonight are Simit Sarkar. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Aaron Lindy. Uh, you. Jim Sterling. Uh, hello. And Topher Cantler. Hi. No, sorry, Simit, please do explain what that was about. <laughs> yeah, I'm quite that startled. My, that was my worst Aaron Lindy impression ever. <laughs> do it again. I want to hear it again in that context. No. Now, I'm trying to understand what that means. No. No, that's it. Yeah, no, no. Come on, Submit. Let's the hear your Aaron Lindy impression, because I got a Submit Sarkar impression for you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys! Baseball! <laughs> <laughs> but that, that just sounds like you talking. No, it was uncanny. I thought it was... I thought... I thought submit yeah, I, I wasn't sold on the impression, but then he said baseball, and I was like, fuck, that's submit. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I, you know, I was saying it, and I thought it was you. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that case. Yeah. Uh, games of the week. Who's, uh, who's playing what? Submit, you want to go first? Uh, yeah. Um, so, Let's get it. Uh, <laughs> Um, I, I you know played a few sports time. games, uh, a couple of sports games, um, a couple of baseball games. You know, still playing the bigs too. Um, and fuck the online play in that game because, uh, like the rest of the game is fine. Um, and I'll be putting up the review this week. But um, at least on the PS3, it's fucked because I've tried to get into an online game on like three or four different occasions, and by occasions I mean three or four different days, and, and also times of, of at different times of the day. And I just have not been able to get into a game. It's always like, trying to join game, dot, 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 the game you're trying to join is no longer available. So, uh, fuck that. Um, so then I decided to play a good baseball game with good online play, which is MLB 09, so I did. Um, and let's see, uh, then I played Call of Duty World at War for the first time last week. Um, we just played uh, split-screen the Nazi zombie mode for a little bit. I mean, it was all right, I guess. I don't know. Nothing special. Um, after playing Left 4 Dead, uh, where, you know, there's all kinds of crazy shit going on, and they're running at you really quickly, it's just not the same when they're just plodding and, and staggering towards you, and etc. But um, uh, finally, uh, yesterday, I, finally, I decided to start playing my copy of Mirror's Edge, um, and, uh, I beat it tonight. Uh, I, I beat the first eight levels yesterday in, like, I don't know, seven hours or so? Yeah, and I just, about right. I, I stopped to, uh, eat dinner and then, you know, just kept going after that. Um, and, uh, it was pretty much exactly what I had been hearing, uh, you know, in the, what, like, eight months since it came out? Um, oh, Jesus. like... Uh, you know that that um, it's uh, the fl- platforming is really fun, but the enemies make it really frustrating in parts, and the cutscenes look like really bad flash movies. Um, you know all that stuff. Um, but I think I liked it more than most people. Um, like I, I like I said, I beat it tonight, and I was kind of like, I wish there was more to it. Um, like I, I, not necessarily in a, like I don't want this game to end. Because I was about, like I was ready to end for ten, but yeah, I don't know. I may get the DLC. Um, the the one thing is like just with the cutscenes, I really I just don't understand why they couldn't have done it in first person. Um, I mean, I guess for for some of them, some of the cutscenes, you know, they're not, they're not showing 
faith in them at all. But like, it's just like the first the, the first person bits at the beginning of the level when they just sort of do like like the intro to level or you where you like sort of drop into the area that you're going to start from. It's like they're fine. They look they look fine from first person. And the ending of the game is especially effective when it's all in first person, the bit with the helicopter. I'm not going to say anything else. People haven't played it yet. But, you know, that looks great. It's, you know, really well done. I just don't really, I don't get why they had to resort to the the flash, uh, you know, 2D cutscene crap. But um, otherwise, um, you know, there are definitely a lot, um, some frustrating parts, but um, I still, you know, really, really enjoyed it. Aaron, what about you? Uh, what happened? I've been trying to play Fat Princess, but having a great deal of difficulty actually successfully playing it, and everyone who's been playing it knows what's knows what I'm talking about. But but the short version is that it's having a <laughs> a ridiculous ass load of like I successfully connect maybe one out of every five games, so it's been kind of a disappointment thus far. I, when I actually get into a game, it's really fun. Um, but yeah, I kind of wished it was a little more polished. But you know, they're gonna patch that up. I'll I'll return to it in a couple of weeks. It'll be fine. Yeah, I think the I think I read the patch went up today. Um, oh, did possibly. it? I think I read that somewhere. But if if it didn't go up today, then it is definitely finished. So oh, okay. it should be up like very shortly. Hopefully, once uh, Sony approves it, I'll check the that'll take quicker than Microsoft did with Castle Crashers, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, not um, not to. Well, I, was, I guess go, go ahead. I'll, I'll say something later. No, 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 no. No, go ahead. Well, I was just. I mean, I don't want to derail the conversation, but like, I'm I'm really tired of of this happening. Like, how many, you know, different online focused games, or even just games that have online components, have we had this generation where, you know, at launch, it's the online play is just broken. I mean. Battle I hate to admit it, but he's got a fucking point. Like, how many times... Why are you still fucking this up? Well, I've Why heard, can no one get this right? I've heard from a lot of sources that I I obviously have to pretend like I, I, I like it. this is not completely unsubstantiated, but that, at least where Microsoft is concerned, like, the build of the Xbox 360 that, you know, somebody gets to make a multiplayer game, and we're talking, you know, not just Castle Crashers, obviously, but Gears of War as well. That was pretty fucked up for a while. Mm. Uh, that those are, are sufficiently different from the regular kinds of Xbox or the kinds, kinds of Xbox 360s that a lot of people just have. So when that shit, they, and they won't just for whatever reason their dev kit just doesn't match up with the actual reality of what's out there. So they got to develop on these bullshit dev kits that don't necessarily work. And even a game as big budget as Gears of War, when that launches, you know everything's wrong because Microsoft didn't give them the right fucking thing to work on. That's what I've been hearing anyway from from a lot of. I need to fix that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really, like, what's the, I, I haven't bought Fat Princess yet, and it's pretty much just because I'm waiting for all this server issue crap to die down, and, like, I went in to the launch, like, with that in my head, I was like, you know what, I'm assuming there are going to be problems, and I'm just going to wait a week or two to buy it, and that, that shouldn't be, I should be able to buy it on release day, and, and play it, and enjoy it, but, whatever, continue, Aaron, yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. That's, those are uh, those are completely valid points. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, and and uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, which has been loads of fun. I haven't played that online though, because as anybody who has played it already knows, that the uh, the, the most psychotic, like let me put it this way, the most psychotic uh, Blaze Blue player or Street Fighter 4 player 
um, isn't nearly as psychotic as the most psychotic Marvel vs. Capcom <laughs> player. Or, or even or even the uh, the marginally crazy or even quirky or eccentric Marvel vs. Capcom 2 player is like is is fucking uh, uh, like Ed Kemper crazy over Street Fighter 4 and Blaze Blue players. Like it's just it's phenomenal how fucking psych just absolutely psycho uh, like that. They're like that. Exactly like that. Yeah. Um, Submit brings up a good point in the chat. Are they all like that guy in that YouTube video who's like, it's Marvel, baby? Oh, he's so Pringles. Like I, was, <laughs> I, have, I have not seen that. But <laughs> he, he, starts, he, he, he keeps see yelling these, these statements that make no sense in any context, like where your curly mustache at, see, at this guy. You guys are still talking, but I'm not seeing any links come up. I gotta see this. Well, Wait, you really haven't seen them. this? Oh my no, god. I this is, seen, no, you've never, you've never seen anybody type in Marvel, baby? Before. Mob baby, it's Marvel baby. Yeah. Oh, we got the Mango <laughs> Sentinel. Other than that, uh, not too much. I rediscovered. Um, there's going to be all of two people who listen to this who know what I'm talking about. But have any of you guys ever heard of a of a uh, a 2D top down uh, shooter kind of? Well, it's uh, it's called Crimson Land. You guys heard of that? Yeah, yeah. There's cool. A, you're you're fighting like huge swarms of ghouls. It's like Smash TV almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's you're on a big open field and it's just waves after waves after waves of fucking. It's it's like you and you control with WSAD and you aim and shoot with a mouse. It's kind of like Geometry Wars in that way. And you just collect power ups and weapons and like I just uh uh like I've had that game. I bought it in like 2004 or something like that, and I've had it forever. And I just reinstalled it, and I'm absolutely fucking hooked. If you can look into it, it's it's an awesome game. Yeah, that um, that was the indie game I liked before I ever liked indie games. Yeah, oh, it's it's spectacular. Um, and I think that's I think that's about it. What about you, Jim? Uh, first of all, well done on the Ed Kemper reference. Uh, thank you, Aaron. <laughs> I'm, here's a fascinating one. Um, yeah, yeah. Because they say you, that serial killers, horses. yeah, pretty much. No, but they yeah. say serial killers either stop when they're caught or when they die. But Ed Kemper stopped when he killed, beheaded, and fucked his mother. Yeah, um, totally. which is interesting because he had this long-running motherly kind of complex, and after he argued with her, he went and killed women, um, yeah. and then stopped after killing his mother, which yeah. kind of brought closure to um, what he was after. Yeah, and as I understood it, he, uh, the, the psychosis kind of broke when he was holding his mom's head in his hands and, like, talking to it, and then he just kind of went, oh, shit! <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> <nuts>. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, he turned himself in shortly after. Um, he's one of yeah. only a handful of serial killers to ever actually turn himself in. Well, and, so and just kind of, it's kind of interesting that... Yeah, the documentary is about Ed Kemper are fucking fantastic because uh, he's very lucid when he talks about it. And he's not, he seems like a really genuinely okay guy. (laughs) He's just like talking about raping and murdering all these people, tearing out their vocal cords and shit. Yeah. Basically, he fucked his mother's sign. Which yeah, is, exactly. you know, it's fascinating. Which um, is, which is a, a recommendation kind of... I would make to any mental health patient, really. <laughs> Why don't you go home and try to do an Ed Kemper on your mom? <laughs> You'll feel but better. Kind of, uh, yeah, I've, I've wanted to do that to my mom, but I'm not attracted to her. 
Anyway, Jim, what But anyway, um, yeah, Ed Kemper is fascinating. I'd read about him. I, I am interested in serial killers. I'm not one. Um, what have I done this week? I have played Left 4 Dead 2 with the writer of Portal, which was fun. Which you've only mentioned about a hundred times. <laughs> this is the third time. This is the third time, actually. Don't over-exaggerate it. I Twittered it, I mentioned it in a preview, and now I'm mentioning it now three times. We can't, like... all, we can't all have arguments with David Jaffe. <laughs> Fair enough. Some of us have played two with the writer of Portal, thank you well, you, you, you and David Jaffe are best friends, I thought. Cause you... we're, like, we're, we're practically boyfriends. You are the honorary designer of God of War 3 because of the conversation you had with him. So yeah. You've yeah, already, already got a one up on me. Yeah, I've got a little badge that says deputy on it. <laughs> um, yeah, I played uh, Left 4 Dead 2, which is good. Um, anyone who played it, um, who played the uh, the Louisiana level at Comic-Con will know it is a, a very good game. The Spitter in particular is a fantastic infected, like worth the sequel alone. Um, completely changes the way it plays because survivors just cannot go into a corner anymore and all bunch up like you can at like, where the elevator is in No Mercy. You can't do that. Because she will come along and just spit a big ball of acid at you, and then everybody runs in all directions. It's fantastic. And she is terrifying. She looks like Liza Minnelli, but worse. So it is a very good. Uh, very good. I'm really racking the good tonight. Yeah. Um, if I. Let's see. I've, I'm not sure if I can mention this, but basically. If this goes up, if this podswood goes up in like the late afternoon, I can tell you I played Left 4 Dead 1, a uh, brand new campaign called Crash Course, um, which is a 24-minute um, versus-styled campaign. There's only two chapters in it, but it's very intense, uh, very awesome. Um, if this podswood goes up before the press release and the actual official announcement goes up, then Anthony has got some editing to do. I will, I think I'll delay it. <laughs> Okay. Um, but yeah, so that is a new thing, and I believe I was the first person outside of Valve to play it, so that means Destructoid has a nice exclusive there. So that is good. And yeah, it's a really good campaign. I don't know if it's going to cost anything. I did ask uh, Chet Falizek, um and he said um, uh, that he wasn't sure whether it would cost anything, because um, Microsoft basically came through for Valve on the... Uh, the first stuff they did, the, the big uh, update, so they don't know if they're going to be able to get away with it a second time and uh, have it for free, but it would probably be worth your money if you really like Left 4 Dead. Um, it was funny playing Left 4 Dead with Chet Falisek because the name was just Chet, so I kept imagining like Zoe <laughs> attacking the tank with his pecs. Um, so yeah, that is good. Uh, in between that, I played Fat Princess, and pretty much what uh, Aaron said, it's a bitch to get connected, but once you do it, it's brilliant fun. Um, and I wrote an article today about how it is better than feminism, so you should read that, and the review will be up, um, well, by the time you hear this, it will be up today, on the Tuesday, so check that out. Uh, other than that, I've just been catching up on some old DS games, uh, Hotel Dusk, which is basically just walking around hotel until stuff happens, and Kirby Superstar Ultra, which I have just been playing the, the Meta Knight one on that, and that is all I have been playing this week. Thank you. Bye. What about you, Tony? Wait a minute. You forget? No, no, no. He forgot a very important game. Which was tonsil oh, yeah. with me. <laughs> yeah, having, having all sex with Aaron Lindy in a in yeah. a red robe. Hell it was, yeah. 
It was really erotic. Actually, I, I don't know how I forgot that because my background image is now that drawing Palace Knife Fight did of me and Aaron <laughs> Lindy in a very sensual... Um, the fucking saliva dripping from yeah, you. That that, part, yeah, yeah. When, when I saw the image small, I could just see this blue blur and I said, please don't be saliva. Oh, it's saliva. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant drawing, though. Yeah, it, it this is was my a desktop. very good week for that shit. I mean, if yeah, you haven't I'm... seen them, but go either go to the Podtoy forums or check out the pre-show post we did. But it was like mm-hmm. we got five really cool images this week. I think. Yeah, I'm, I must say. I mean, I know Aaron or Anthony said it in the post, but really, I mean, the Podtoy community has really come through with some just phenomenal fan art. Um, especially the ones that involve me. They all seem to be amazing. Almost always. Um, those, are, it's, those are pretty goddamn incredible. The one <laughs> pretty much. Um, of of summit or chat when you know it's gonna be like better than anything Leonardo da Vinci ever scrawled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially the ones with, with me with tits. I mean, we've we've been through this before. Mm. Um, just absolutely great. So and and the uh, the header image that Anthony, Anthony used was the the super summit world one by a Cadtol friend, and that was uh, that was that was really awesome. Uh, I don't know, it just it just makes me happy. So thank you, Cadtol community. Every time I see a new submit um, drawing, literally 30 seconds later, my testicles look like two condoms hanging off a twig. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. (laughs) Okay, so Topher, what did you play? I don't know if I can follow that up. (laughs) Um, I've been playing King of Fighters 12, which is blatantly better than Marvel vs. Capcom 2. I've also been playing Marvel vs. Capcom 2, which is blatantly better than King of Fighters 12. <laughs> um, lots of fighting games. Project Justice. I've uh, been getting back into Puzzle Fighter a little bit. And uh, I played Wii Sports Resort over the weekend, which I was actually pretty impressed with. Mm-hmm. That is the Wii that I expected to get when I waited in the fucking 48-degree weather outside of Target three years ago. And, oh, I played um, Space Invaders Infinity Gene, the new iPhone game. Oh, which yeah, the how review, is that? Yeah, the is review that for that and, should uh, be up probably right around the same time the podcast goes up. Um, if you like shmups at all and you have an iPhone and you don't download this, you're dumb. Okay, I'm going to download it right now. You should download it right now. Because otherwise you're going to think I'm dumb. <laughs> You, and I will, and I'll call you in the middle of the night to tell you that you're dumb. <laughs> until you, Andy, what are you doing? Uh, no, I'm trying to sleep. You're fucking stupid. Go get it, Peter. Yeah, yeah, just like that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking brilliant game. Just fantastic. The way the the visuals and the music, the gameplay, everything just ties together. To this is it like, like? Is it just like Space Invaders Extreme, or is it like? No, it's it's wildly different from Space Invaders Extreme. You have freedom from the X axis, so you can just move the ship wherever you want. So it's like a it's like a shooter. I mean, it's just like any shmup, but the visuals are this like sharp vector Star Wars arcade sort of Tron looking oh, shit. Cool. <laughs> how, do, how does it... Uh, I'll, put, I'll post a uh, video with the review tomorrow so you can so you can see how it looks. It's just really... I mean, I expected that I was going to like it, but I sat down with this and started playing and looked up and like an hour had gone by and I was like, where the fuck am I? What just happened? <laughs> uh, how does it uh, control... Game. You it, you use the touch screen. 
Okay. And it works like a mouse cursor. Like you can fling the ship wherever you want, and then you know you can have the ship halfway up the screen and control it from the bottom of the screen. So you don't have to like have your finger over the ship the whole time. Oh, okay. Right. It's just like a trackpad on a laptop. <laughs> and I've just completely spoiled my review. So <laughs> there you have that. And uh, I played Shadow Complex for I played maybe the first hour and a half or something of like that. Ain't good. Really, really good stuff. Really good. I'm I'm really looking forward to this. It's a really cool game. It's every bit as cool as Nick's been saying it is on the homepage. It's it's a really fucking cool game. And I think if you like Metroid or Castlevania, that whole Metroidvania sort of gameplay, it's it's a really cool game. Good stuff. And I played SingStar Queen for some reason. Yay! <laughs> Because it was there. Some reason, like there ain't no reason for it. I went over. I was at Nick's, and and it was there. And he was like, "Hey, let's uh, check this out." And we had nothing better to do, so we. You don't need a reason to play SingStar. Playing some Freddie Mercury it was not quite as fun as it is when we're drunk at some dive bar downtown, but it was still okay. Fair enough. Um, this week I've been playing pretty much the same shit as last week. I finished for the first time in like the year or two years I've had it. I finished Bookworm Adventures because I wanted to get ready for the sequel, and then the sequel came out and I played a demo. It was the exact same fucking game. So, but I still I'm still happy I beat it because Bookworm it actually has a really funny ending the first game. And um, do 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 oh it's 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 on the PC submit. It's on Steam. And if you haven't played Bookworm Adventures, like just the name sounds probably really stupid. But it's like it's like battle RPG Scrabble, and it makes you a it makes you feel like a genius, and b it's just really it's like really simplistic, but it, and it's like it's like it's enough to almost make you think that the word casual is not a pejorative term because it's something you can pick up and play. There's no time limit on like how long you take to spell out a word, but it's just something you can really take your time with. It's a great deal of fun. Um, what else? I finished X-Men Origins Wolverine just out of some weird sense of obligation. And yeah, I've been playing a lot of, a lot of Wii Sports Resort with my friends, and it's not bad. Uh, that's about it. Oh, and, and Jesus Christ, Summit. You know, he noticed I was playing MGS4 on my PSN account yesterday. <laughs> that's a little creepy, Summit. Well, how's it, how it creepy? I was scrolling through my friends list. And it's Do you just take notes when everyone's playing games to make sure they don't forget anything? No, I, I mean... Yes, you know, you I do. also played just Explosion yes. Man for about five minutes this week, and I didn't mention that. What do you think of that? Well, I wouldn't know. Cause Actually, I played Explosion Man as well, and I didn't. I, I was thinking I must remember to do that, because you all talked about Explosion Man last week, yeah. and I wasn't here. Conrad was very good, although... He was a good replacement for me, but he should have swore more and had more casual <laughs> racing. Um, but he otherwise, it was quite good. Seven on ten would listen again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I missed the Spoken Man talk, but I just wanted to add that I um, really like it. It is funny and makes me do laughing. <laughs> I haven't talked to anybody that doesn't love that game. Yeah, that seems to be the whole. You know, that's what I'm hearing from everybody. Everybody really likes it. It it's because you haven't gone to a special skull. <laughs> Maybe. It's, 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 it's I liked it, and I fucking down. hate platformers. I hate platformers, and, and I even had fun with it. So I didn't know you hated platformers. I can't How the hell can you hate platformers? That's like hating pencils and paper. I don't like platformers. Do you you're, not, you've gone wrong. Do you but not like Mario I, games? I like Mario games, but when it's, when it's straight up like 
platforming. Like N plus, I, oh, I couldn't play. I, I appreciate it and I liked it, but just I can't play that shit. I can understand. How can you, it, it drives how can me you crazy. hate platformers? It's like hating sports. How can games? you like sports games? Uh, <laughs> you both went in the same direction at the same time. <laughs> Unstoppable force, immovable object. Uh, if, if it were a two D fighter, there'd be a clash animation right there. It would just <laughs> knock it back into neutral standing. And it'd be blatantly better than King of Fighters and Marvel vs. Capcom. Maybe. Jim, it's like in Dynasty Warriors when you're, when you're stuck in a duel and you have to mash the square it button. It is. You have to mash the square button and then when you win, you then mash the square button to kill him and then you mash the square button to win. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, well, that's about it for, for this stuff. Uh, we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and we're going to do um, listener questions and like one small uh, news story. So, break. This week on the GamerCast Network. This is the end of Podcastle as you know it. Join Jim, Lauren, and Wardrock for what may be the final Podcastle ever, or something. Episode 40 will be 100% listener questions and rubbish. Only on Destructoid, actually. The whole crew is once again together for episode 63 of Sarcastic Gamer Blue. They discuss Ubisoft's plans for 3D gaming and why you likely won't be enjoying it, Little Big Planet getting new creation tools, and threatening national security with your PSP. This week on Podtacular, the crew tackles all the Halo news that has come out in the past couple weeks. Listen to hear about the good, the bad, and the frags. This week's Podtoid will be a 100% listener question-based episode. Discover the community that brings you all these great podcasts and more at GamerCastNetwork.com. What the um, hell news story are we doing? Uh, the uh, Red Star. Yeah, the Red Star. Oh. Alright. Oh. I wasn't informed the- of this. It makes me nervous when I'm not informed of things. <laughs> like I give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron said reinvite. Is he not in the call anymore? I'm, I'm back. He's in now. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Sorry, we had a little, Calm down. We had an hour or something like that. But you know what the cool thing is? While I was waiting uh, to uh, get back online, while I was waiting for my computer to uh, boot up again, I downloaded Infinity Gene and played like three levels of it. It is fucking awesome. I told you. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's fucking amazing. Where do you get like, you know... For five you bucks? Can, the, can... the production values are so high. It's so sleek Dude. and it... You it can looks, build it, that tree any way you want. You get you get probably six, seven levels in, dude. It'll fucking you can't put it down. It's crazy. Oh. I even said yeah. so in the review. It's one of the Kaido is really on the ball lately with the space and space invaders property. Dude, it's really fucking good. It's a really like good space game. space invaders extreme two is so fucking good, and uh, and this is apparently pretty good. And damn it, yeah, it's it's give it play it for an hour. I intend to just play, play it for it on an hour. It's gonna be it's, great. I had to talk myself out of giving it a ten for a long time. It was so fucking good. I couldn't find anything wrong mm. with it. I finally, you know, after I thought about it longer, had some not quite as nice things to say about it. But it, mm. ugh, it's going to get a nice score. <laughs> fucking incredible game. And while while we were on the break, I'm downloading. I actually, I just finished downloading the Bookworm Adventures one and two demos. So. I'll check those out. You can pretty much just get one, and you'll have effectively, effectively gotten two, and it's way cheaper. Okay. Um, also, uh, I was going to say, um, or I, f- I forgot to say this, but Boyan's Blob is awesome. I played it last mm. Wednesday. Oh, is, am I boring you? No, I'm just tired. Carry on. Okay. I'm, le- I'm legit interested in Boyan's Blob. Please continue. As am I. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, that wasn't, yes. I, I forgot to mute that. I'm sorry. 
um, so I went to a thing, at, um, a M- M- Majesco thing, and um, I played like two different levels. Um, and it's really like I, I was, I was, you know, obviously it looks great. It looks and there's really all these really cool visual details, like um, uh, that just really adds so much to the to the experience. Like just when I when I say like sports games, it's all about the the details. Same thing here, where like um, he'll be the if you're pushing the rock as the boy, he'll uh, he'll have this look of strain on his face, and it's like it's it's so cool. And um, and then uh, when he's like, if you jump and you're falling through the air, like his hair will flutter for a little bit, and um, the the blob will follow you everywhere. But if you go too far ahead, like he gets easily distracted by like fireflies and butterflies in the environment. It's just really cute and 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 uh, really uh, fun. And what's also cool is about it is the, is the way the puzzles are designed, which is like I was worried that they might be too easy. Or something like that, but um, there, you know, it's p- plenty challenging. Like I was sitting there for, you know, at some points, and I had to like sit and think about what to do, and you know, maybe you know, try different different jelly beans, and um, yeah, it's really uh, really good, and I kind of wish I had a Wii. So, yeah, you can read more in my preview, <laughs> which went went up on Destructoid today. Yeah. All right, we're back. We're going to get right into a very quick news story that Lindy probably wants to talk about because it's probably close to his heart. Oh, am I going to talk about this? I, uh, I I know little about it except that Submit pointed out to me that uh, apparently there was uh, word circulating at Comic-Con, was it? That, um, uh, that the Red Star, which is the greatest fucking brawler, shoot 'em up awesome, Seconded. amazing sex fucking game that you've never played uh, might be coming to the PSP and Wii and uh, and other platforms as well. And I'm hoping that means XBLA because um, for those of you who aren't familiar with the Red Star, I actually uh, wrote... Uh, let's see if I can find it. Yeah, there it is. Uh, just search for the Red Star on Destructoid and you'll find... I wrote I wrote a lengthy you know diatribe. Well, actually, it's not all that lengthy. But a big diatribe about it when it came out because there wasn't there weren't any reviews on it, and I had to special order it because none of my GameStops were getting it in. It was twenty bucks. Came out on April twenty fourth, two thousand seven, and it's fucking amazing. It's actually got a really long and complicated history about uh, like it was meant to come out in what two thousand three or two thousand four. Like it was supposed to be like a first or second generation Xbox title, Xbox and PS two, and then it got shit canned, and then it. Uh, it's based on a comic book about like like futuristic fucking you know Soviet craziness. I don't I don't know anything about the comic and I don't give a shit. It's just fucking awesome. There, uh, uh, I can't. Topher, help me explain why the game is awesome. It's kind of a beat 'em up brawler shmup. Like the, there are bosses and enemies that will fire at you with these bullet patterns that are reminiscent of a shmup, and you feel like you're playing a shooter. But at the same time, you're like kicking the shit out of guys, punching people in the face, and and you have guns, and you it's just three or four different kinds of just straight up arcade action all rolled into one thing that just f- fits together perfectly. It's yeah, fucking it's, brilliant. It's a fantastic it's, game, and it's really beautiful too. Like it looks yeah, really and it looks good. great. Um, and uh, it's yeah, like it, oh, and also one of the best co-op games I've ever played. Um, oh yeah, it's definitely. Two player simultaneous co-op. And yeah. that's one of the reasons why I just I absolutely have to have it on XBLA. Like I have to be able to play it with. Oh, dude! Cool if we could play that together, that'd be so fucking awesome. Oh my god! It's yeah. It's and like it's not. It's not. It doesn't half-ass 
either part of it. Like, it's not a half-assed brawler combined with a half-assed shooter. It's like a really good brawler combined with a really good shooter. And it, and those elements uh, blend together really, really well. Like, you know, you'll find yourself just ripping the shit out of some guy, you know, melee style with, I, oh, who's the, the, I think it's Makita is the first girl that you have. I you don't know any of the names. I don't pay yeah. any attention to that shit. I just jumped anyway, in she's and got, rocked like, it. She's got these two sickles and whatnot, and she's really fast. So you just run up and like rip the crap out of someone. You knock him up into the air. You jump up into the air. You beat the shit out of him. You knock him on the ground. You shoot a fucking missile at him, and then a big ass boss comes out of nowhere. And it's this big like it's a bullet hell kind of. It's a bullet hell shoot uh, shoot him up right in the middle of the brawler. It's it's the fucking Reese's peanut butter cup of fucking video games. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's brilliant. And if it's that comes out, buy the shit out of it. I just I can't stress that enough. I, I don't yeah, think if you see that anywhere, well. just snatch it up. I don't care. It doesn't matter what platform it's on. If you see it, just yeah. grab it. Yeah. What what I had heard about um, so so you know I I, t- I told Aaron about it because I saw it, um, Arthur Geese on on Twitter uh, mention it that he heard it on the Com- San Diego Comic Con show floor, and he elaborated on um, Rebel FM, another podcast. And what he was saying was that like a claim I think was set to publish the game in like like you said like oh three or oh four or something, but then they went under, and so then the game was just sort of in limbo for a while, and then I guess it got published like three years later or something like that. Yeah, XS Games uh, picked it up, I think, but I think you're right in terms of what the fuck happened to it. So, oh yeah, it was developed by Acclaim and Archangel Studios, and yeah, when Acclaim went under, it was basically yeah. There was even a there was a demo of it uh, for the Xbox. Uh, a playable demo on uh, demo disc number 35 of OXM, and then that was canceled. It was scheduled for release on the PlayStation 2 in, in the fall of 2004. Um, Acclaim Studios went bankrupt. Excess Games and Jack of All Games picked up where Acclaim left off. Yeah, so it's it took a long time for that fucking game to come out, but it was totally worth it. It is badass. It's totally worth it. I fucking love that game. That's one of the few PS2 games that I'll still pop in like pretty pretty regularly and still. Yeah, the funny thing was, when I bought it, I was, because this was back when I was doing Bargain Bin Laden, so I was like, oh, I've heard some pretty cool shit about that game, you know, it's 20 bucks. I think, you know, actually, that's when I bought it. I read your Bargain Bin Laden, and that's when I bought it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I here. was thinking, I, I heard, like, oh, this sounds okay, you know, whatever, it might be, you know, good for a laugh, maybe it's, you know, marginally entertaining, and if it's half as good as some of the other games that I've done for BBL, you know, it'll be worth recommending. I played it, and I was like, it was, it was probably one of my top three games of 2007, and that was a big fucking year. And I was like, this is probably one of the greatest, you know, brawler games I've ever played. And, you know, and, and I understand that brawlers and shoot-em-ups, especially on, on current-gen platforms, but, well, not really on current-gen platforms, they're, they're kind of coming back. But, like, but in that period, during, uh, during the Xbox and PS2 era, they were really few and far between. And to have something that's so perfectly capitalized on, the, on uh, what makes both of those genres great at once for 20 bucks, oh, my God, I was shitting my pants. I, and, you know, ask Anthony or Tover or anybody on staff, there was like three weeks where I just would not shut the fuck up about the game. Every single <laughs> editor email that went out, I was like, hey, you assholes, why aren't you playing the Red Star, Red Star, Red Star, Red Star? <laughs> he's, he's not lying. No, it's yeah. true. Yeah. And he's right. Yeah, it's a pretty it's good. A brilliant game. And uh, yeah, Summit asked it was, if it was $20 brand new, and indeed it was. It was released at a, at a bargain price. Um, and I think they only did like a couple of printings of it. Um, they, it didn't. It didn't stay new on shelves for long because they. They. It, it was such a limited distribution. I only saw it new at like. I saw it at like one store, and I think that was a. Um, 
oh, where the fuck did I see it? I think it was at a Target or something. But, like, they didn't get any copies in at my GameStop because nobody reserved it. And I would have reserved it if I had known how badass it was. But I only became aware of it after, like, the date came out and someone was posting about it on NeoGAF. And I was like, oh, I should look into this. So, All right. We'll just move right ahead into uh, reader questions then. Do, 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 do. Um, Isun asked, I heard you're planning on doing more frequent moving car- movie commentaries. If so, what will be the next ones? You are correct. Uh, we're doing every five episodes now instead of every ten because two and a half months is, is a hell of a long time to wait for this kind does of stuff. Does that mean we're doing one uh, next week? Yes, What are we on right now? One next, on nine? Yeah. We are, next week we are going to do Double Dragon starring uh, Scott Wolf and... Chairman Kaga from American Iron Chef. So, and Robert next, Patrick, and Robert Patrick, and Robert, and Robert Patrick's Patrick. hair, and Alyssa Milano. Oh yeah, and Alyssa Milano, and Robert Patrick. Be <laughs> <laughs> no, sure to uh, either get a DVD or a not downloaded copy of um, of Double Dragon by next week. And in another five weeks, we'll do Robert else. Patrick's Double Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> so Fiat we, we Robert Patrick. Did we decide what we're doing after that? No, uh, no. We usually it's usually you know like after we finish watching that one we we make some sort of <laughs> well, as we're as we're basking in the afterglow of another successful yeah movie we're like oh we should do this yeah <laughs> I mean we could do or, or Jim wanted to do Resident Evil for a while so we could do Resident Evil we haven't done like a, a horror zombie Resident horror. Evil makes me yeah. sick it's gonna be good, <laughs> it's gonna be good. Uh, well yeah that, that's you know the what? thing I mean like well oh sorry go ahead. I was, oh, I was just gonna say, you know what haven't cro- hasn't crossed my mind until just now, until you said horror was Silent Hill. I don't even consider the Silent Hill movie a video game adaptation because I've completely blocked it out of my memory. But that's that's another one that would be good. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just gonna say, I don't like, know, it wasn't terrible enough to be that entertaining. Really? Yeah, I don't I, think so. It's something it, we could get around to later. And like, seriously, the first forty-five minutes of that Silent Hill film really isn't bad. Hmm. It's only until the last bit when it really jumps to shark and, and sort of labors that cliched, creepy little girl thing that it kind of gets bad. Like, the nurse scene um, is one... It's like, it's a fucking awesome scene. Like, it's really good, not just as, as far as, like, yeah. game movies go. It's a genuinely really cool movie scene. And he, even Pyramid Head, even though, like, I was, I was annoyed that they shoehorned him in just for the sake of it, he has his moments. Just, yeah. I, I think I've mentioned this before, when he picks that woman up, grabs her tits, twists them, yanks all the skin off, and then throws it at people for no reason other than to be a douche. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, Sign I have a question. Does, does Final Fantasy of the Spirits Within qualify as a video game movie? God, yes, it does. Oh. Well, no, no, yeah, but it's not, it's not directly based on anything, though. That's, yeah, I that's know, why. Yeah. It's, called, yeah. it's called Final Fantasy, and more importantly, it's not very good. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, that, that is fucking that, terrible. Yeah, that I think by the end of this, we're just going to start making bad films. Yeah. yeah. I, Regardless I the, of... Uh, the, one of my best friends said uh, uh, The Spirits Within was one of the very few movies that he's walked out of in the theater like halfway through. <laughs> that's understandable. Yeah, I can I can understand not wanting to be in the creepy uncanny valley dollhouse of, of generic sci-fi. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm sure if we go go on long enough, we're going to start moving to just movies that are like tangentially related to video games, like you know movies that are about video games for whatever goddamn reason. Yeah, but, you know, um, I just need to until bring we all up. just watch Bloodborne. <laughs> this is a total non sequitur, um, but I need to look into this and see what the fuck's going on. Apparently, oh no, wait, okay, yeah, look at this. Uh, so, while we were talking about this, I was looking on Wikipedia at the list of video game adaptation films. I saw Far Cry. Forgot that had ever come out. You know, it's the Uva Bowl adaptation yeah. of Far Cry. Oh, apparently, yeah. Apparently, Anthony Bourdain is in Far Cry. He plays yeah, a scientist. I read about that. 
Anthony fucking Bourdain is in Far Cry, directed by Ian <laughs> Bold. That's just, I just that was that was so bizarre that I just had to bring it up, despite the it's, fact that there it's was, funny. You know, it's funny you mention that. I saw um, Ryan Davis from Giant Bomb tweet today where he was like, apparently it came out on DVD in Europe and he wanted to buy it. And apparently it's available on Amazon.co.uk. Sweet. <laughs> uh, we should, you know what we should do? Like uh, when um, when The Prince of Persia comes out, we should all plan to be somewhere at the same time and go see it in the theater and uh, and just try to like talk quietly and do some commentary. <laughs> <laughs> Or or we could oh we could uh, oh man if it was around like E three or or PAX or something we could just have like everyone uh, uh, we could buy out a theater like buy out a single theater with a bunch of destructoid people and then uh, uh, just like scream at the film. <laughs> that speaking of speaking of Prince of Persia, uh, Shaky One Two Four Five's awesome uh, Lin- uh, Lindy of Poddoid. Uh, That's right. Movie poster yeah. was. Uh, that was that was pretty sweet. Jakey oh, the- is fucking brilliant. Yeah. Some yeah. of the stuff he does in the podcastle forum is just it blows your mind. Uh, yeah, but- I dug the uh, I dug the work with the uh, the logo. That was impressive. Yeah. Yes. That's, mm. that's the that's the Lindy picture that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah, how a year goes by where I won't just randomly see that thing again. <laughs> but um Shaky, email me, submit at destructoid.com for some uh, revisions to that thing that I Oh I'll- for Christ's sake, submit it. Stop <laughs> talking. It's not a revision just, if you just harp on the little fucking grammatical. Submit, you know what? When there's art involved, just See, don't open I didn't, enough. I didn't want to go into I didn't want to say... You're the kind of person that goes into an art gallery, looks at something fucking Salvador Dali did, and say, elephants wouldn't have legs that long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clocks don't melt. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it would have to be incredibly hot, and the laws of physics would have to slightly work themselves around. No, yeah. submit. Just no. <laughs> Wrote a a painting. It says it's not a pipe, but that is clearly a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> um, da, 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 do. Scary Womanizing Pig, pig Mask uh, actually wants a moment of silence for the soon-to-be-late podcastle. What, do, why do all these people think it's ending permanently? Um, Someone seems to... They're, they're, um, in the comments, there are a lot of uh, bullshit about... Podtoid ending, and that's not happening. Just for oh, anybody yeah, who's concerned. Jesus. As far yeah. as podcast goes, we'll um, we're recording the episode forty tomorrow, and just explaining everything that's going to happen from there. But it's, it's as I've said publicly, it's not the end of me and Wardrockson and Atheistium uh, doing uh, podcasts. Yeah, we're not we're not changing at all. Podtoid isn't at least so. Yeah, because we got movies to watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'll uh, end when we finally watch Bloodsport. I, I I would I would not be against just eventually watching a blood blood sport. Like if we ever get to a point where like you know what, no more movie commentaries. That would be like the perfect one to end on. Damn right, uh, it's be, all about the Kumite and with Jean Claude. Or or we should just watch uh, JCVD that documentary on Jean Claude Van Damme. Well, it's that's a that's like a legit. That's actually really a pretty good movie. Yeah, no, I've heard I really good. Really things. enjoyed that movie. JCVD a- sounds like a disease. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I I. I well, okay. You know, we can do Bloodsport. I think, you know, I think when we're, when we're, like, when we all decide that we're done doing Podtoid or whatever, or when the site's about to fucking blow up and, you know, sunset or whatever, I think we should just do, like, every, we should just do, like, our last five episodes of all Van Damme films, ending with Double Team, <laughs> which was Van Damme and Dennis Rodman. <laughs> and Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke's in that movie. 
Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. And then I remember at the end, I think he gets killed because simultaneously a cougar mauls him and he explodes from a mine he stepped on. If I, if I have the ending of that movie correctly. Yeah. I'm, sal- I'm salivating Spoilers. already. Spoilers. <laughs> Sorry, Jean-Claude Van Damme wins. Spoiler. <laughs> um, Reginald wanted to know, how many of you have sat down with the intent of learning how to make a small video game and giving up one, two, or ten hours later due to poor documentation, confusing tools or programs, or simply due to a fog- foggy understanding of the workflow? Oh, hell yeah. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm still working on that shit. I, yeah, I'm, I'm working tirelessly, except not working at all, just because I've, I started, uh, playing around with some level editors, and I got reasonably familiar with them, and then just kind of got in the way, and I've kind of set it aside for right now, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to find the time to sit down really, to, because, you know, the only way that you can ever learn the tools that you're going to need to do shit like that is by, devoting hours and hours and hours and hours and hours to figuring it out. And then someone like Anthony comes along and drops some fucking science on you, like research and development, and then your you know spirit is just kind of forcibly removed from your ass, and it's... Yeah. yeah. You, you stomper of dreams, you. I'm sorry, I, I can't help that guy made the best Half-Life 2 mod I've ever played. I know. What a cock. We should fucking kill that guy. <laughs> because if we can't best him in game design, at the very least we can eat his heart and gain his you know, courage or something. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, Beowulf uh, pointed out something that I hadn't actually remembered, and it's not really a question, but it's kind of interesting. But he said, I listened to an old Podtoid episode with Tiff on it and Submit guesting and discovered a terrible truth. Submit is lower in the chain of abuse than Tiff was. Submit was burned by Tiff about sports. And then he had a question to Submit, which is, are you really as nice and accommodating as you seem to be, or do you have voodoo dolls of the cast already to enact your terrible vengeance upon? Um, I'm gonna get kicked in the balls at packs. I just thought that's coming. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not so much. Um, you know, uh, I don't. I don't so much have voodoo dolls as I. You know, I just have sort of long word documents and spreadsheets of how I'm planning my revenge. <laughs> They're very meticulously typo free and and like. <laughs> They're probably full of full spelling mistakes. What was that, Jim? Like when nobody's, they're probably full of spelling mistakes. Like when nobody's looking, he typos on purpose and gets off on it because he knows it's yeah. wrong. <laughs> he looks at he him and he's like, sees... I'm a dirty boy. I'm a nasty <laughs> boy. He, he sees the I little red squiggly I lines s- under the words and that just gets him off. I unnecessarily put an apostrophe in your. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. For that, I have Phallus Knife Fights Art. No, the rest of us have Phallus Knife Fights Art. Yeah, I, I can't get off unless I think about submit with tits now. Um, Seriously, by the time I'm finished with that, my bollocks look like two screwed up tea bags on a stick of rock. <laughs> um, Steve Steve wants to know, in the interest of game snobbery, what's the most obscure game you own? Oh, wow! Oh, Shit. Um, I hmm. oh god, this is gonna take me a minute. I gotta think. Crisis Force on the NES, maybe? Which I believe was the last Konami game that the team from Treasure did before they left the company. Hmm. If I still had my SNES games, I'm sure I'd have a few. I had Bart's Nightmare. <laughs> okay, now, now obscure games don't necessarily mean bad games. I Bart's enjoyed Nightmare. Bart's Nightmare quite a bit. Are you serious? When's the last time you played Bart's Nightmare? Oh, well, fucking long time. Oh, ago. dude. Yeah. If you, no, if you <laughs> want, I know it's a horror like, game, like, empirically now, but, like... Oh, no, no, I, I played that game, I played that game when I was, uh, writing the, um, 
uh, the the horrible license game article mm-hmm. that I did way back, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's somehow like I I agree. Back in the day, it was kind of fun. It's like, dude, look, I'm Bartman. It's great. Oh my god, it's Bart Zinna. Do do do. It is the worst fucking game I've ever played. Like it's it's as bad as Beethoven on the SNES. <laughs> like that's to give you a sense. Well, it's of like it's like when you're young enough to appreciate something like that. It's like, oh my god, every time you jump into this like pa- piece of paper, you get to play a different mini game. And it's like it's like getting nine games for the price of one. This is the greatest thing ever. Why would I ever want to play Mario? That's only one game. That's for stupid people. And <laughs> grow up and you understand what quality means. I have a copy of Hey You Pikachu. Yeah, the yeah. N64, yeah, with the mic and everything. Oh. I'd have to I look. I don't know. I'm not in my room right now, but I have a bunch Isn't of... Isn't Hey You Pikachu the one where you basically just watch TV with Pikachu? Yeah. Is that the one I'm More or less. Of? It's the one that, where you try to tell Pikachu to do things and he doesn't listen. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, I can't really go off of, game uh, site. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no, it's okay. Go ahead. No, 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 by all means. Oh, well, you know, fine. You, I, hey, I was the catcher in Seattle, so, you know, you go first. <laughs> um, I have a copy of uh, Toeball Number 1. Um, uh, with the uh, With the Final Fantasy VII demo. Fuck, disc. I meant to say First. Pitcher. <laughs> Sorry, I, got uh, I was wondering how that worked. I'm like, are are you just saying yeah. that I established my dominance while you're out here, and therefore I should go first? Um, Sorry, I got my gay metaphors mixed up. <laughs> Don't you hate it when that happens? Uh, there's oh. nothing metaphorical about it, my friend. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, Toeball Number One was the first uh, was the first uh, Square Soft game that was published on PlayStation, and it was it's a really shitty 3D fighter. Um, with a really shitty adventure mode that I bought because it had the fucking Final Fantasy VII demo disc. It uh, it was basically the precursor to Zone of the Enders. Um, in 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 that sense. Oh God! I and I Which don't know what else. I have a Japanese copy of Rival Schools too. That's because you're awesome. Unopened. <laughs> oh wait, I have a. Here's something interesting. Um, I have a. Uh, an unopened. This is. I guess this isn't really obscure. This is just odd. I have an unopened limited collector's edition Japanese version of Perfect Dark Zero. That's weird. What? what? Yeah. Wow. Is, I think you win with that. It was given to me. It was given to me by a coworker um, <laughs> cleaning out his office. So yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, I can't say I own anything truly obscure. I mean, you can think of. I mean, just some some old sort of. Like throwaway Genesis games that I had, but like that I you know probably no longer do have. Um, although I do have, I was in my garage um, the other day, and and I, I had found this box with um, an NES controller in it from from my childhood. Uh, although the NES is long gone, we have the controller still, and a uh, an NES tennis game called Racket Attack. Um, <laughs> that uh, I mean I have not played in like. I don't know, seventeen years, something like that. Um, so I, yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> Jim, did you? Have yeah, I'd have to go. Yeah, I'd have to go with what Summit said. In that, I can tell you obscure games I own, that I but I don't own because I'm not exactly a pack rat. So I, I generally get rid of games that are shit, which is what most obscure games are. I know not all of them are, but but I can tell you, I used to have a copy of Gift for the PS2. Have any of you heard of Gift? I have not. Uh-uh. I've heard of it. No. Then I think I win this. Then if it's just I for what's heard of it, it yeah. is. Um, like I, 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 I can't even explain it. I'd be wasting my time if I tried. You play this little red guy called Gift, 
and there's some light and dark mechanic, but it doesn't work. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's just literally the worst platformer I have ever played. Like, totally. Um, it's, yeah. If you ever find Gift, you could probably find it for 50 cents, if you find it. I recommend you buy it. Just because there is no way I could actually explain how bad it is. You would have to play it. <laughs> oh, you know what? I've got another good one. And I don't know if this one is necessarily obscure because uh, 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 Seek and Destroy on the PS2, I did. that's another game I did at Bargain Bin Laden about. Uh, Danny, have any, any, any of you guys played that? No. No. Um, it's, uh, it's based on, are you guys familiar with the, uh, what is it, the, uh, oh, God, uh, the Coro Q or any of the Coro racing games, C-H-O-R-O? No. It's, Stop. it's... Stop asking okay. questions. <laughs> Fine, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> so, Seek and Destroy is a hilariously rebranded um, uh, game in which... Uh, wait, no. Not search... Oh, fuck. Anyway, it's... it's uh, I think it's... I think the game is like Shin Koro Q or something like that. It's it, There's a there's a genre... Of, or, uh, not a genre, but a series of like... A, a long-running Japanese series of, uh, like, these RPG-like racing games in which cars and tanks talk to each other. Cor- uh, uh, Seek and Destroy is one of those games, and it's basically like you are, you're a fucking tank that you can, uh, like, build out, and, you know, it's the graphics are horrible. It's like N64, you know, era shit. And, uh, yeah, there's, like, a, there's an overworld map, and you go to different towns, and to talk to other tanks, you go up next to them and hit the X button. Button. And, uh... Button! And, uh... Don Freeman found a weapon. <laughs> uh, you, can attach, you can attach jets, wings, and fucking chainsaws to your tank. And, uh, run around tearing shit up. I actually got it, uh... I got it for a friend of mine, uh, this, this guy Rodney, when I was working at, um... EB Games way back in the day for Christmas because it was it was a ten dollar game when it came out new, and it looked like the biggest piece of shit ever. And I was like, I'm gonna get him something funny, so I got him that, and he ended up playing the shit out of it. And it's like one of his favorite games, <laughs> so I ended up getting a copy for myself. And I'm like, holy shit, this actually isn't altogether terrible. Uh, so yeah, seeking destroy. Groovy. Um, Technophile says uh, asks, how much do you love the Podzoid form? Is there anything you guys want to see in there from the community? I love the Podzoid form. <laughs> Podzoid form is awesome. Yeah. There's always something fucked up happening in there. Yeah, I think just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah just more, I of, more of that. Forums are great. Yeah, I, I can't ask for anything more considering there is a pro me alliance in the forums. So, I mean, yeah, really, what else could I ask for? The only thing I could possibly ask is that you take some of the awesomeness from all the other uh, secondary destructive forums and put some of it into the Hey Ash What You Playing forum because like right now the most popular thread is like a pictures of me thread and there's only one picture and everyone else is going I'm going to nuke this site from orbit to get rid of this thread so <laughs> <laughs> they fall into to quoting aliens to, to improve it so if you can somehow reduce the shitty level of, of the Hey Ash What You Playing forum that's the only thing I could possibly and have. put more aliens quotes in the Podthoid forum yeah Please do. Um. <laughs> then all we'll need is a deck of cards. <laughs> uh, Xander Sand says, clearly this David Jaffe, Anthony Burst thing is far too big for any of us mere mortals to deal with. What is Jim Sterling, king of video games, in capital letters, decrees the final say in this matter? Uh, both of them are right, probably. We are getting Jaffe on 
Podtoid. We're going to have like an interview or a debate episode of Podtoid sometime soon, so stay tuned for that. Well, I don't know about sometime really? soon, but... but <laughs> yeah. I mean, when whenever... God of War 3 is finished. Well, he's not working on that. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. He's working with... Um... He's working on God of War 3. <laughs> <laughs> um, Elf Angel 7 wants to know, what kind of fighting games do you prefer? Do you like technical fighters like Street Fighter 4 and VF4 or frantic button mashers like Smash Bros? I would disagree. I like all of them. I would disagree that Smash Bros. is necessarily a frantic button masher. It's just not super, super, super technical. It well, it depends on what level you play at it. There are psychopaths that play it at an extremely technical level. Yeah, but even then, you know yeah. oh yeah, if, if, if I you had people and, you know, and wave dash. If you know what, yeah, the fuck I used I'm to fine, argue with people that? about like people used to complain about online Smash Brothers because they couldn't L cancel, and I was like, you play as an anthropomorphic fox. <laughs> Plumber, <laughs> stupid nipple. <laughs> <laughs> L cancelling. How did your chest look after they did Hedgehog's cock, yep, stupid dick. Let <laughs> <laughs> me continue. Oh, um, anyway, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm a fan of all fighting games. There, there are a few fighting games that I, 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 I even like really, really, really shitty fighting games. You know how um, you guys remember back in the day uh, when, before Street Fighter Two was ported to the SNES, when Street Fighter Two was the new hotness, and everyone was talking about it all the time, like when's it coming out? When's it coming out? When's it coming out? And that that fucking flood of shitty ass uh, SNES fighters, yeah. like what was it? Uh, like Tough Enough? No, wait, no, that was a brawler, wasn't it? Uh, no, what's which one I'm thinking of? Like Rival Turf or Rival? You know, Rival Turf. Street- Street fucking thugs, no, and they had all these like early '90s, like like they had like the, and the, the the cover art were all these like early '90s motherfuckers who were like dressed up like like you know hard rolling gangsters from J.C. Penney or something. Like they had this, you know, they they looked like a, they were just straight out of a Bell Biv DeVoe video, and, <laughs> and shit. And uh, and even those are fun. Like I, I'll I'll bust out of those on an emulator and just just play like an idiot just because i don't know fighters are a good mindless one for me I, I, I don't play at especially high levels on any fighter just because i'm not that dedicated but you know i i enjoy them what i play uh even if i suck balls and that's one of the reasons why i don't play mbc2 online well that and the whole ed camper thing but you know did you ever play uh, rise of the robots oh um, that game's brilliant <laughs> Wait Guys, we're gonna, make, we're gonna make a fighting game where there's only one playable character, and there are a bunch of other characters. If you can't play them, you can only fight as them as this. one. And they all look better. Oh, yeah, that's well, right. They all look so much better than the guy you're stuck with, the guy <laughs> who's basically just Tron, who you've got. God, this, oh, I, I love that. It's my favorite game ever. I, just, <laughs> I rented that game. It's once. the only fighting game I'm good at because <laughs> the, the difficulty scales to how shit you are. It does. So if you're really bad, yeah, if you're really bad, then the game scales itself. So it's the only one I can do, apart from Primal Rage. <laughs> Good old Primal Rage. Oh, Primal Rage. Oh, how I love that you game. You play a bipedal <laughs> snake that hypnotized dinosaurs. It's the best game. <laughs> if you guys ever want to see a really good, there's um the the probably the ugliest fight I ever made. There's a, uh, and I think I brought this up on Hotwood before. A game called Time Killers. Didn't I talk about this like just a couple weeks ago? I've heard it before. I think you talked about it on the last one. Yeah, I've I? seen yeah. that before. Yeah, Time Killers. Fucking awesome. Dismemberment. <laughs> and it's like shitty I would as like fuck. like Eternal but, yeah. Champions. What's that? Eternal Champions. That was another one I could play. Was that any good? 
it was it's not bad. Wasn't it, it it's pretty much like just a, like a full combat clone or uh, more or less, but it was it had a really good premise, this idea of all these characters sort of brought in from different times um at the point of their death. It was actually kind of like it was a really good um, backstory and I'd love to have seen it and, um carry on into a franchise. Um but yeah, it, it was decent. It was it was good. Um but yeah, they're the only three fighters I've ever played, Rise of the Robots, Primal Rage and Eternal <laughs> Champion. That's a hell of None a of the good ones. They're too the good ones are too hard to play. You know what's sad? My uh, brother and I played the shit out of War Gods on the N sixty four. Like we played a lot of that fucking game. And, I remember oh. I remember a GamePro article saying that War Gods was going to be the future of fighting games because you could move back and forth in the foreground, like true 3D movement in a fighting game. And it ended up being completely <laughs> fucking irrelevant. Wait a minute. No, that's bullshit. What, didn't Tekken come out before War Gods, or am I wrong? I, I, I don't All I remember is a, is a GamePro game article saying the fact that you can Oh, move okay, back sorry. You said GamePro. Okay, say no more. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I do miss the, uh, the, the facial... Uh, creating system that they use. <laughs> I used to think that just, was really normal and awesome when I was. A kid. I like how, how I like how. Uh, what was it? Uh, fun factor. The most nebulous fucking. That's the worst thing that ever happened to game reviews ever. Because yeah. that. Because fun factor, I believe, is that's the root at which you know dumbass game reviewers nowadays when people just say like, oh, you know, it's just not just fun, and they can't fucking articulate themselves, you know, any further than that. It's because of those assholes with the fun factor bullshit at GamePro. <laughs> Very good point. Douchebags. Cardison. Huh? I just thought I'd shout out an obscure fighter that I know. <laughs> um, Korjax. I'm like, really black and white with my fighters. Like I, I love them or I fucking can't stand black them. Black and white isn't a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even the stupidest thing I've ever said. <laughs> Please continue, Tover. Um. <laughs> Like I, I love most Capcom fighters. Um, mm-hmm. I like a lot of SNK stuff. I like Samurai Showdown, um, Waka Waku Seven, um, Project Justice, Rival Schools Two is my favorite fighter ever. And then that's mostly the type of stuff that I get into. And then stuff like Virtual Fighter, Tekken, I fucking hate that stuff. And I'm not saying it's bad. It's just I personally, I don't fucking like it. I don't like Smash Brothers. I don't like. Stuff like that. I just can't get into it. Yeah, see, see, I don't like fighting games either, but that's because I suck at them. Uh, like, all of, all of them. I'm terrible at, you know, Smash Brothers. I'm, I'm terrible at uh, uh, Street Fighter and, and, and Tekken. And, I mean, I, I, I seem to have memories of, like, being semi-decent at uh, Street Fighter 2 and Mortal Kombat 2, like, back in the day. But Mortal Kombat's seen... not a fighting game. Okay, f- fine. Uh, but uh, I've I've since lost all of that. Um, and I, like I I bought um, Super Street Fighter Two Turbo HD Remix, and you know I was able to beat the uh, the arcade mode. Um, but playing against another human, no, no, never. It's just it just ends up being sad for everyone involved. You know what? Especially, I, especially when the game in question is Marvel vs. Capcom Two. Sad for everyone. Yeah, involved. I. Uh, you know, I'll tell you, and I, I, I'm not sure whether or not this is a, how unpopular of an opinion this is, but I fucking hated uh, HD Remix. Like, I mean, it, it felt really good, and it was neat that the netcode was so spruced up and whatnot, and it was great to play something online that functioned really well, but I hate the way it looks. I can't stand it. It looks so shitty to me. Like, oh, it's, it's so pretty. It's all crisp and whatnot, but the art just looks off. Something looks really weird about it. It's just, I don't know. 
Um, but but then again, I I uh, I really like Street Fighter Two, but I I don't know. My my reverence to it is not as insane as as most folks, just because I I, I love Street Fighter Three so much more. Yeah, mine's not either. My my favorite stuff is whatever Capcom was doing between like ninety seven and two thousand one. Those are yeah, my favorite like fighters. Street Fighter, Street Fighter Alpha Three, Rival Schools and, Alpha Three, all that stuff. Street Fighter Three, Third Strike. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. See, by then I was both by Marvel then I was, Capcom games. Yeah. Oh, they went through just this crazy renaissance period with the CPS three boards and. Oh. oh. Yep. Corjax has a couple of cool questions. Uh, the first one was, cartridges were known to have one big bonus compared to stuff like PlayStation CDs and that they had virtually no loading times. When the eventual move over to CDs and DVDs for video games happened, what were your initial reactions to the loading times on CD-based games? That shit almost made me stop playing video games. Really? <laughs> I fucking hated that. I hated that. Well, I was already not upset about the move to 3D. I mean, I knew it was coming, but it looked so shitty. Mm-hmm. Everything looks so shitty for that whole generation, and it was that with the loading times and whatever. And I was just like, there were a couple of years there where I just kind of stopped paying attention to games, and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm just gonna, you know, play my Genesis or whatever, and just ignore whatever is happening." Yeah. The uh, uh, interestingly though, the uh, the two D. PlayStation games were some of like the best 2D games. Oh yeah, I've yeah. played like, like with the increased like texture memory and like being able to call up more sprites at once and shit. Oh yeah, definitely. Really I played all that games. stuff. But when we got into like like when Final Fantasy VII came out or um and the fucking dam broke and then all of a sudden every game was in shitty ass 3D. Yeah, well, I mean like Mario uh, Mario 64. I saw that and was like, fuck video. I I guess I'm done with video games. Fuck Wait, this. Wait, really? Um, yeah, I hated that Mar- game. Mario 64 was like the fucking moon landing for me. Like, yeah, ditto. Dude, uh, like I remember yeah. when they when they got because um, the first uh, they the first place that they had a demo available for Mario 64 was like it was like eight months ahead of of the N64's general release in the states, and it was at Blockbuster, and it was it was a English game. I don't know how long they had those cartridges pre- uh, prepared, but they had the demo unit at Blockbuster, like a way way ahead of U.S. release. And I was there when they told me that they were going to be setting up the demo unit. I was there at opening. Like, I waited in line. I, okay, I didn't even wait in line. I waited in front of the store by my fucking stupid-ass self. Uh, and, like, went inside, fucking hopped on Mario 64. Like, yeah, it was it, it was fucking Valhalla. It was unbelievable. And uh, I, I, pre- I played through pretty much half the game at Blockbuster um, before the N64 came out. Yeah, I, I love that. I mean, I was I was enough of a Nintendo fanboy back then that when my friends were like, "Well, why don't you get a PS2 or PS1?" I'd be like, "Fuck you!" Because discs like you got to load, and then you can't store as much yeah. data on. Like, I made up the fact <laughs> about how much data you can store on a CD, which makes no fucking sense. Oh <laughs> yeah, and then of course when yeah Nintendo. when they announced that Final Fantasy VII was going to be on the PlayStation, I was like I was the kid that was like, "Well, that means it's just going to suck balls." <laughs> <Seriously? laughs> how do games even work on CD? I don't know. I listen to CDs. I don't fucking play games on CDs. That's stupid. Yeah, I was upset about it for a while, and it wasn't until actually I, uh, my brother got a PlayStation, and um, yeah, and then I was I like, oh, his house my friend's and... got my friend's got a PlayStation in Final Fantasy VII, and I was like, oh shit, I was like, that's pretty neat. Well, I because it was Sony, and I was like, really, Sony? Well, and it was Sony how much making it a video game console. It was three hundred originally, I think. Right? Okay, it was a Saturn that was four hundred, right? 
I can't remember. No, I don't, I don't remember. know. Erased all my memories about the Saturn. I played two games on it, and one of them was Gex the Gecko. <laughs> and you missed a lot of awesome games. Yeah, dude. You missed Dragon Force. That's the only reason to it own also the Also, the best well, controller ever made. I did like the That's right. Yeah. Well, for for me, when um, it's funny when when that generation of consoles hit, um, I was I was still like relatively young. I guess when the PS3 came out, I was like seven or eight, or PS PS3. When the PS1 came out, I was like seven or eight, and so at the time, I was like, "Holy shit, 3D! This looks so cool!" Um, not realizing until later that it was, you know. Horribly ugly in in most cases for those uh those those first, first generation games. Um, but uh, but you know at the time I was I was all like because even back then I, I was sort of I, I was really interested in like technology and that, and that sort of stuff and like the future. Um, so you know hearing that it was going to be on on CDs and and stuff like that and then what ended up happening was. You know, my parents were like, "All right, well, you know, which one, like, you know, the PS One or the N sixty four? And I ended up asking for the N sixty four or the P- the PS One, pretty much purely on the principle that the games for the PS One were all forty dollars, and the games for the N sixty four like varied. They were like fifty dollars. Some were like seventy dollars. Um, so I was like, and at the time when I got it, the PS One had dropped to like one twenty nine, and I was just like, to my parents, I was like, "Oh well, the games will be cheaper." So we should get that one, um, and that started my lifelong love affair with Sony things. Right. Well, Corjax's uh, second question was: Okay, every company has a splash screen or logo intro to their games. Well, most that is. This is something that is often taken for granted because, but because this is Podtoy, what were your favorite company intros, splash screens, and other useless startup crap that nobody cared about? Oh, that's a good question. I wish I'd heard that before we started um, so I could think about it. Well, I, in terms of. Uh, I, like this isn't, I guess, a game company star- uh, splash screen, but again, going back to the futuristic stuff. When I first plugged in my PS One, and like you know, the, the PS One star screen was like that that um, that white, like the the Sony Computer Entertainment like gold diamond logo. Yeah. And then and then there was the you know like rainbow PS logo on the black background, and they had that really weird like future like fucking THX like <laughs> like musical cue. And, and and I and like I remember looking at that and I was like, this is the future. <laughs> no, I, I I still get a chill every once in a while if I, if I hear that just out of context, because I, I felt much the same way. Although I'm, I'm gonna go with um, Konami. That's ah, that was all I was gonna say. Like like SNES era Konami. You know, little sound and Gradius Konami splash screen. I feel like such a fruitcake because I mentally uh, link that up with like Tiny Toons Adventure, Buster Bust Loose, instead of something that's like a real game, like Gradius. <laughs> <laughs> but the fu- game is fucking good, so fuck it. Yeah. Another classic from that era is Sega. That- yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say. It sounds a bit <laughs> like Jeff Lynne from ELO, that. <laughs> Which is why I like it. Capcom's is a, or the original Capcom one is pretty good as well. Yeah, that was my favorite thing about the uh, Bionic Commando, the the remake on Xbox 360, was that it it played around with that uh, that title screen thing, like it goes like Capcom goes 3D and then all of a sudden it goes like orchestral. It's really cool. Well, Capcom played around with a lot of them on the Dreamcast. They're like probably I can think of at least three of them. I think. Yeah, most of them were pretty different horrendous. splash screens. Like they didn't know what th- they couldn't make up their mind. Right they were then. really like all weird in 3D and they were like zooming through space and past shapes. Like, Alright, we got 3D. What are we going to do with that? Well, let's yeah. try this. That sucks. We'll make a new one. You also just summarized the entire like 
you know, third or fourth generation of consoles as well. Wandering Pixel want to know if Submit finally snaps someday, who will he, who will he kill first? Hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm still figuring it out in my sp- spreadsheets and Word documents. <laughs> You're optimized for mathematical efficiency? <laughs> yeah. That's to be determined. Fair enough. Um, the other question he had was, where is your favorite place to buy games? You guys got any specific places for like philosophical or financial reasons? My favorite place used to be the store that was in um, a mall in a town called Towson outside of Baltimore called Power Gamer. It's not there anymore, but it was a um, just an indie like little mom-and-pop gaming store. And they closed about maybe a year ago. And up, in, up until then, they still had like Dreamcast controllers for sale and Saturns and tons of import. That's where I got into import gaming because they had Japanese games there like years ago. And just, you know, Wonder Swan games and just fucking anything you could think of. There's a GameStop by my house where a guy that works there is a really big fan of Hey Ash, what you playing? And asked me for an autograph once. So that used to be my favorite GameStop to go to. But now I have to pretend like I don't like people uh, finding me impressive. So I have to go like once every six months instead of once every week. <laughs> um, I pretty much get most of my games um, at Best Buy just because, uh, and I think I've said this before, but uh, because of their reward zone program. Because $60 is a lot towards a reward certificate so yeah it is and 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 i've never really had a problem with them you know having things in stock or anything like that you know so uh so i mean but the, the one thing that the, the issue is that usually not usually but uh a lot of the time they'll have um like if a game comes out on tuesday it'll say like we'll have this in stock by 2 p.m on wednesday but like i don't know i usually don't mind waiting you know a day or whatever so mm-hmm. it, lindy we're asking what uh place you prefer to go to to buy games. Oh, um, I don't really have a, a, a preferential place. There's there's a couple, as I understand it, there's a couple of indie game stores in the Seattle area, but they're both really hard for me to get to. Um, so I, uh, I, I, I check everywhere. I look at pawn shops. I look at any place that takes these games. There's a couple places up. There are, actually, there's one store up in Bellingham called Reset Games, and if you're from Bellingham, uh, you probably already know about it. But it's it's not bad. They uh. Um, they they do all kinds of they do legacy shit. They had a really great uh, some some poor guy must have like you know had to bail his mom out of prison or some shit because there was this amazing import Dreamcast collection that was at Reset Games and uh, it was all reasonably priced, but I couldn't justify getting any of it. But there was some really amazing shit in there, like every pretty much every Capcom versus SNK like iteration that was released on the Dreamcast and like a shitload of other fighters and and they take all that shit and it's it's a neat store. Um I just don't live in Bellingham anymore. Uh, so I just kind of just when new games come out I'll go to GameStop just because it's close to my office or whatever but um uh when I'm when I'm looking for older games now I tend to do most of my looking online. And if I luck out in a in a pawn shop or some shit that's cool too but see I I pretty I'm much pretty... actively or, I'm sorry, Jimmy, go ahead. No, I was just going to say I'm pretty much with Anthony in that I like going to GameStops where I'm recognized. It's, it's, 
We should go into one together. Come. You should go to PAX or something. Yeah. That'd be, be brilliant. And then we'll just like high five and then, and then leave without saying anything, and they'll, we'll see a bunch of tweets. And people will try and eat <laughs> the air where our hands met. <laughs> see, I also I, go to GameStop for totally non-shady reasons in that I totally don't go and trade in loads of review copies, and I haven't had to actually spend my own money on a game in a year. <laughs> totally don't do See, I... I I got another GameStop story though. Sorry, just real quick. But one time, yeah. uh, my sister went to a GameStop down uh, down at Paradise Valley, and when she oh, went, I hate that fucking mall. Yeah, it's not a great mall. But yeah. she went she went inside, and a bunch of like guys who were working there like looked at her all funny, and she felt like really weird, and so she left. And then uh, like uh, about three hours later on the Destructoid like C blogs, I saw Ashley Birch just walked into my GameStop, and I didn't say anything. Oh no! And like. I- <laughs> 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 but anyways, uh, continue. I like the voice he put. Up. Oh no! <laughs> no, I, I was going to say that I, I pretty much uh, actively avoid shopping at GameStop just because of the uh, experience. Because of what recognition there. you get. Well, no, all the I'm guys, just... all the guys that see your pictures of the drawings of you with tits, and they. All <laughs> You gotta watch their faces drop as they realize you don't actually possess such bosoms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the see, but go. Cement was in my store and I didn't say anything. Didn't squeeze them. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> the closest um, I've ever come to being recognized at a GameStop was I walked in once with a Destructoid T-shirt on, like not even thinking about it, and the kid behind the counter was like, "Oh shit, you know Destructoid?" And I was like, "Yeah, I kind of work for him." And like, "Oh really? Who are you?" Topher. Oh. <laughs> so like do you know Jim <laughs> no, no, you what, know what Jim? you should have said you should have walked in and said he's like who are you and you should have been like Paulette <laughs> <laughs> you're taller than I thought you'd be yeah actually one time I was in a Fry's Electronics and some guy like was like hey are you and they looked down at something on my body and was like oh yeah right okay and then just like walked away and like had this face like he just recognized me. I was like, what did I, what did, I, what, what did I do that made him think? And I looked down and I realized that I was wearing the fucking one Hey Ash, what you playing shirt I own with my dad's face on it. Like I, like I'm some douchebag who's walking around like advertising myself and wearing my own goddamn merchandise. And I went home and just cried and cried and cried. Two K and Gormand asked, is there a genre of games that you suck at playing in 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 tandem with this month's monthly musing article? Which is, uh, I suck at video games. Is there any genre that you balls out suck at? Jim mentioned fighting games. Yeah, yeah that is uh, I, I concur with you, Anthony, that I, I suck balls at uh, strategy, RPGs. Um, Ugh, uh, yeah. RTSs? Huh? You mean RTSs? Or, yeah, that's what I mean, strategy games, whatever. Uh, yeah, RTSs especially, but... Oh, I don't know. I like Civ. I do well in like in turn-based strategy games, but but yeah, RTSs I'm just fucking terrible at. And I, with the exception of StarCraft, I just don't like playing them anymore. <laughs> I just don't give a fuck. Um, Me too. I just can't. Which which sucks because I really love and appreciate Disgaea, and I love the artwork in it, and I I wish I liked it. I really do. Mm-hmm. I want to love Disgaea, but I just can't because I just cannot fucking wrap my brain around it. Yeah. My my now, the last, fucking the last mind, my brain just does not work that way. Yeah, the last strategy RPG that I got into was Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, and that thing ate up like 120 hours of my life, and that was fun. But as I understand it, that is, you know, not the most hardcore uh, turn-based uh, strategy RPG ever. 
Um, but I'm I'm terrible at fucking those too. God, Advanced Wars. I don't know how anyone beat that game ever. Like any of them. Yeah. It, it seems fucking impossible to me. That game is so ruthlessly fucking hard. I, I tell you uh, the problem with Advanced Wars. And this is, I, I used to like playing Advance Wars, and then once I found this out, I just stopped, is that there is basically no AI. The, um, everything is predetermined. So if you just, if you follow, like, somebody's guide, you will play the exact same game they played. There's no, you know, the AI of the game doesn't, um, oh, what's that word? Improvise? Improvise, thank you. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't do that. It's completely preset, so you can literally play the exact same game as someone else if you just follow their moves. And I'm sure a lot of turn-based there's, games there's are like that. There's some chance uh, in games, aren't there? Not really. If you follow the if you follow a guide to get like the S class on every level, so long uh, as you just follow what they say to the letter, you will get S class. They do no it, skill so, involved whatsoever. So the guides have turn by turn, like every single move mapped out. Basically, yeah. I mean, if you're really good at the game, what's, you can predict the what the point? enemy would do. <laughs> yeah, why would you even play this? Well, that's why I stopped as soon as I sort of found out this is bullshit. Like, there's only one... Basically, there's only one way to get S-Class on every level, I basically found out. So you have to follow these things to the letter. I'm like, what's the point of that? It's just like following a knit- knitting pattern. Mm-hmm. How, then, how you know, long you did it take you guys... Result. How long did it take you guys to accept that you were shitty at the genres that you're shitty at, and like, how did it feel? Did you like accept it, like, okay, or is there still like the sense of like, oh my god, there's this entire like subsection of experiences and like strategies and things that I will never I ever. I still get that sometimes. Like, Disgaea Three just well, not just came out, but when it came out on PS3, and I, it looked fucking gorgeous, and I was watching videos for it, and was like, I I wish I was able to play that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm so fucking horrible at it that I I'll never get to experience it. Right. Uh, I love and play every Disgaea game for 10 hours, and then I stop. Yeah. Uh, racing games are another big one. Burnout Paradise is the exception, but, uh, but like, uh, all the Gran Turismo games, you know, Project Gotham Racing 3, all that shit, I'm just... I hit a, I hit a wall, and it's a very, uh, very clear literal wall. wall. Yeah, yeah. I, I hit literal walls. I don't... <laughs> mm. Um... Yeah, and that sucks because I like a lot of racing games. I mean, I like Wipeout, but I suck at Wipeout, so I don't play Wipeout. But when I play it, I like it. I just fucking suck balls at it. Mm. I was actually talking to Topher about this last week, uh, just about um, my how bad I am at fighting games, and I, I haven't accepted that. Well, I've, I've accepted I'm bad at it, but it's still a bit of pill to swallow because I get you have no idea how envious I get. Yeah, you had a great metaphor. Uh, what did you say when... Street Fighter 4 oh. came out, it was like being a man oh, it was no like legs, being a watching man. everyone buy new shoes or something. <laughs> yeah, that's basically my thought of it. Um, it's, I see people get really... I said, Sorry? I, I, I missed the metaphor. Say it again. Sorry. I said it's like um, being a man with no legs watching someone buy an awesome pair of shoes. Oh. I can't... I see everyone get excited for Street Fighter 4, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, and um, Blaz Blue, and I wish so much I could be into them because they look gorgeous, they look like a shitload of fun to play. Everyone ha- you know, has so much fun when I watch them play. I mean, at least that's one good thing about fighting games. You can It's a very great spectator game, but I cannot play them. I don't know what it is. It's just this mental block. I, I know what people are doing, but I just can't do it myself. It's terrible. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of envy there. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm the uh, the same way. Uh, and and fighting games, it's 
it's like like you were saying, you know, is it sad that like you that I'm missing out on this? And and uh, yeah, it is. And it's also tough because I'm constantly reminded of this um, because at pretty much every single Detroit New York gathering that we have uh, at someone's house, they're fucking playing Street Fighter Four all like all the goddamn time. That's anywhere. Uh, Okay, yeah, but like especially at our because we have so many fighting game fans and yeah, you know, with and, Nick and, there, <laughs> yeah, with Nick and and uh, you know, um, ca- uh, casual weaponry and oh come on, Adam, even at the the, the Baltimore NARP, you know, they were they were playing Street Fighter Four that whole goddamn weekend, um, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess um, Adam Adam saying that that's just because there were New York people there, um. I don't know, but but so so. No, it's not, Adam. Every Baltimore NARP, <laughs> there's always everybody's fucking sitting around playing fighting games. Every gamer party in the history yeah. of ever. Because it's, a, I mean, because you know, it's a great competitive, game, you know, a, a genre and whatnot. And I like, it's just, it's sad for for me, first of all, and not just because they're not playing sports games, but just because they are playing <laughs> fighting games, and and uh, you know, I'm I'm sitting there, and 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 I can't partake because. If I do, I just get my ass kicked. So, and, that, and that's the whole thing is that you know I, I wish I was good at them because when I try to play them against another human opponent, I inevitably lose. So it's not fun. And I've also sort of gotten tired. Like you know, Jim said it's a great spectator game, but I, I've sort of gotten tired of sitting for hours and watching people play Street Fighter um, or whatever else. So um, uh, yeah, it's I mean it's unfortunate. But for you guys. Let's the four of you on on the count of three just just say sports and then then we can move on. <laughs> Come on, one. No, no. no we're not gonna say, Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Do no. it. We're not your monkey. No. Well, I mean, I'm I'm bad at sports games, but sort of don't really care as much as I do with like Yeah, see, that's the thing. You've got like what I'm talking about with the sky or what Jim said about Street Fighter and. Like you, being bad at sports you're, you're games is like being bad at raping children. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what it is much, like. Yeah. I'm I'm terrible at genocide. I am just shit at it. Oh, oh, I see them Nazis having so much fun. <laughs> but I no, I actually I did actually. Uh, somebody's probably going to send me the show on Guzex, and I'm going to try really really hard to learn it. And I'm telling to- you guys, NHL, NHL 09. That's and, and it, yeah. Yeah, that's the one and only sports game worth playing ever. <laughs> and Submit agrees. I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree that it's the hey, one hey, and only. Hey, 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 But I agree that it's worth playing. Do like, you want a win in this in this category? Because you could have them liking a sports game. You could, if you just agree with me, <laughs> that it's the one and only sports game ever worth playing ever. Well, I, the, the it, it is honestly a little bit weird to me that like sports games are like one of the few uh, genres that it's okay to be like, you know what, fuck sports games. And everybody's like, yeah, fuck sports games. But oh no, no. Well, I I feel like we're like fuck sports games for fun because haha, submit. But um, no, but there is an element. <laughs> that was of me. That. But no, but I, I'm not, I'm not usually like that. I I did like the uh, I I played the first the Bigs game and and I I dug it and I like NHL and I I even will occasionally indulge in Madden if I'm around someone who's playing it. They're not all terrible. I just, um, I don't actively seek them out, with the, the exception being NHL, but I don't actively seek them out. But, I mean, there are good experiences to be had. They're just very, they're experiences that are, I mean, the best sports games are also the best, like, sports sims. And there is a degree at, uh, to which it's more of a simulation than it is a uh, uh, just a, a, a game to be played and to have fun. It's like, if you're not super into the sport, you know, you can't get as much out of it as a guy like Samit can because he knows so much about the fucking sport itself that, you know, there's 
there's more joy to be had there. Um, but yeah. as games in and of themselves, that's why I like NHL is because it, it it's the most fucking fun because hockey is always moving and shaking and kicking ass and taking names. Um, so it, it yeah. plays like any other action game, really. It's just there's a puck involved. I mean, I, I would say just sort of going going off of what Anthony said that that I mean, especially on Destructoid, but also among like the enthusiast press in general, there is this sort of uh, you know like sports games is sort of the redheaded stepchild of, of video games. Um, it's but like they also a, you sell know, more than any other game, which is amusing. Yeah. Right. Well, that's that's the thing. It's like you know people like to sort of laugh at sports games and and you know uh, that sort of thing, but. And, and you know, the people blame or, or they they they're mad at, at the companies for putting out these games. But the fact is that you know, and I think I've said this before, but uh, you know, EA selling five to six million copies of Madden every year subsidizes your Dead Space, subsidizes your Mirror's Edge, and and you know, I wish it wouldn't. To be honest, <laughs> I really wish they they could just not sell Madden and then not make Dead Space and Mirror's Edge. I'd probably be all right with that, actually. I find it interesting that there's almost an exact uh, replication of the high school dynamic of the way nerds tend to feel about jocks with sports games. Like, they're more oh, yeah, Absolutely. I think that's yeah. probably mostly what it is. That has a hell of a lot to do with it. They're, just, they're incredibly popular, and we don't understand why, so we get really fucking angry and resent them and promise ourselves that like games like you know Disgaea or whatever are, are true personalities, whereas sports games are just like vapid, in, stupid, incestuous things. And in reality, Fred they're not. a lot more deep than... You want yeah. to believe? Yeah, I, I wonder if uh, you know, and and maybe I'm I'm uh, painting with a broad brush here, but I wonder if so many uh, quote unquote hardcore gamers are saying, "Oh, fuck, people who play Madden or jocks." I wonder if, if that's uh, just sort of uh, uh, born out of a, a uh, you know their high school experience of, of their resentment at, at being unpopular, and and you know because they were. Uh, oppressed, so to speak, by by people people who played sports and and were popular. They're like, well, now's my chance, to, you know, to to fight back and say sports games are stupid. Um, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I just, you know, what? They're fucking boring and and not fun. So, and that's why I don't like them. Fair enough. So I can't speak for anybody else. And Tover got tons of pussy in high school. Yeah, he did. That's true. <laughs> Um, well, that about wraps it up for pod toy number 109, unless anybody else has anything else they want to talk about, any questions I missed. Um, but next No, week- I think Topher getting a lot of pussy in high school is a great note to end the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, again, next week we're going to be doing a uh, Double Dragon commentary, so make sure to get a, uh, a copy of that somehow. Robert Patrick's Double Dragon. Robert Patrick's Double Dragon. I do apologize. Yeah, Robert Patrick presents Robert Patrick in Double Dragon featuring Robert Patrick. Patrick. Written, directed, and starring Robert Patrick. (laughs) The ultimate vanity project. With music by the Robert Patrick band. (laughs) I'm going to see how long we can possibly go next week without going, have you seen this boy? Um... (laughs) But did you see that? There was a guy like that at Comic-Con, by the way, who had the exact picture of John Connor that the T-1000 walked around with, and that was probably that's the coolest ridiculous. fucking thing I've ever seen. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's going to be that. And if you want to send us an email, go to, uh, send it to podtoid at destructoid.com. And if you want to see or make a bunch of really fucking cool slash horrifying uh, fan art, then go to destructoid.com slash forum, and we're down at the bottom. I would like to request Samit Sarkar getting bummed by Robert Patrick. Why? <laughs> oh no! Didn't even have anything to do with what you're talking about. 
I want to see it. That's that's fair. Oh no. <laughs> 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 that was the that was the most most legitimately like distressed. Seriously, by the time I'd be finished watching that, my balls would look like two marbles hanging off a bit of string. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I think Submit's oh no outdid my 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 sheepish GameStop employee. Now now Submit, you you are coming to PAX, right? Yeah, with my spreadsheet and Word document. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't think it's the sheet he wants you to spread. <laughs> I don't think it's the document he wants you to word. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's Podtard109. We'll talk to you guys next time. You know time. what I'm talking about. We have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I know. Is that how you got all that pussy? Because mm. I need to learn this language. <laughs> Wait, no, Dude, I don't. Love you, honey. Teach me. Oh, man. <sighs> Sex in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys did hang out in Seattle? Yeah. What was yeah, that like yeah. the first time? We let good. it hang out in Seattle. Yeah, we did. I'm Ooh. talking about our testicles and penis. I, I yeah. <laughs> our <I> genitals. <laughs> the old gonads. Between <laughs> Genitals. Show the sailor's sandwich. Oh, we had you a guys... good time. We uh, we just went and grabbed dinner, and then uh, uh, we had a beer on Valve's dime. It was pretty sweet. Damn right on Valve's dime. Didn't pay for a single thing on that trip. Valve paid for the lot. You guys had a. Uh, well, hey, nice hey, 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 hey! Bullshit! I bought you dinner. Oh, he bought me dinner very graciously. Um, yeah. And he didn't even pressure me for sex. He didn't have to pressure me. Yeah. yeah, there was no well, There was there was pressure. It just uh, it, was, it was like mm. like the Lindy eyebrow, just one arch, <laughs> way through the second. That's, that's all it takes, man. I just I just gotta you know kind of put the mm-hmm, you know that just a little bit of that. On. <laughs> was, was it a candlelit dinner? Um, no, it was in a Red Robin, so it wasn't terribly romantic. Oh. But you know, <laughs> you we weren't really burger? wrapped up in the. Nice, uh, you know. What's that? Did anybody get the monster burger? No, of course, of course, your 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 tensions go to that. What is the largest <laughs> possible thing a human being can eat? <laughs> <laughs> don't have anything to say to me, Mister. How many? What was your record for chicken again? Because because that wasn't important. Uh, three generous chicken fingers and forty-eight wings. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Every story I hear about you eating food like gives me a greater and greater respect for you. Like you're the gastronomic equivalent of Chet. Like yeah. <laughs> I hear about like you're, people. Go, the, no, he's the anti-Chet, dude. <laughs> he's, he's the inverse chat, negative chat, right. negative chat, negative chat. Neg- there you go, negative chat. <laughs> well, I keep hearing about like, like you know, you go to a, a bunch of people go to a bar or something like that, and then Adam Dork leaves for like five minutes, and I'm like, where the fuck is Adam? And he comes back, and he's got like a pint of ice cream or something, and he just sits there and eats the whole thing. Well, that was, yeah, I remember <laughs> that karaoke. Went... <laughs> I did. I have I have photos of that somewhere <laughs> on my phone. I think that was good ice. Yeah, cream. some someone <laughs> someone get on that chocolate fudge brownie. God oh, help you remembering that shit. So, someone I've seen that. the man in action, and I'm just filled with this sense of, of disgust, Jealousy. remorse. And, and Dude, when we were in Cancun, and Adam, Adam ate probably, I mean, how many of us went to Cancun? And yeah. I think Adam ate more at dinner on Saturday night than the rest of us yeah, together. Yeah, I think Adam, he basically ate one steak for all of us. And then I dropped <laughs> he had like seven entrees or something. Oh my leash. <laughs> Adam, wow. I'm not looking to rip on you, but are you are you a pretty big guy? 
Uh, no. I'm smaller he, than Jim. Really? He eats... He well, eats he's, ten he's smaller than Jim, but are I you bigger do, than me? And he's not better than me. I've, I don't know how big you are. I'm a bit smaller mm. than Jim, so I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out the uh, <laughs> where, sorry, where you sit on the fat. I'm scale. sorry that you've become the the measuring stick, and that everybody is <laughs> smaller than you. I know I don't have a <laughs> yeah. pot belly. No, 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 because yes. because like I, I no, I say this out of just absolute admiration <clears throat> because like I'm trying to picture in my head you against a creature that has three fingers and thirty eight wings. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Dork is like the trunk of a great redwood tree. Yeah. <laughs> Majestic, <laughs> like and not Adam's fun. a large guy, but he's rock fucking solid. Like I don't yeah, even. Yeah. He's not even made of flesh. Yeah, it's, he's like it's made like, of... a, like a natural thickness. Man, <laughs> it's not. We need fat. to have it's, like it's we a... need to have like the uh, the the big guy fucking uh, like angry posse. You know, the, the big guy in Forcer <laughs> Squad for Destructor. Oh, eat... Angry posse. Yeah. Well, I oh, want to. So can... Somebody makes that chat game ever. I want to see like a uh, some sort of like buddy cop level where, where you. You're with Adam Dork, and you have to like maneuver yeah. in front of massive amounts. Yeah, of- no, I want to see some some art. I want to see Adam Dork as negachet. Negachet. You have to bust up a triad or some shit. <laughs> oh, oh shit. man. <laughs> but I'm trying to. I'd like to see him eating chat, but but while having sex with him in a kind of praying mantis kind of no, it thing. Was we'd, we'd have this balls have chet- taking a bite out of his shoulder. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. We we we'd have chat like. Bench and Chet's liking him. it as well. It's like, mmm, you're biting me. Chet bench pressing Jim while while Adam is eating Chet. <laughs> oh god. Okay, I think this that's, that's like about... a gaming podcast. But our cocks have to be out. That is the main bit of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. I think that's that's it for me. I gotta I gotta go play me some of this uh, Space Invaders and get to bed. Right on. Yeah, you do. So all y'all have a good right. night. Yep. See ya. Later. I'm worried we're going to pass that threshold one day where people are like, this stopped being a, a, a podcast about games. Now all they talk about is like dudes having sex with each other. <laughs> well, at least we keep it to the end and beginning. Yeah. We'd probably get more listeners. In the middle, too, a little bit. <laughs> oh, the break, right. Yeah. Well, that, it just then the regular content. It's seeping in like like so many things do into the into the basic. Let's just change the title to Brokeback Toyed and be done with it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh... Oh boy, Adam, why are you guys hanging out on Thursday to get fucking all you can eat wings? Because that's the only whose idea was that shit. All you can eat wings. That's the that's the, they run promotions every day, and Thursday is their all you all you can eat wing day. Well, you need to call. Does them, your like, local restaurant have have an asterisk just under all you can eat, and then written in small tick? Unless you're Adam Dorn. Fuck away, Adam. Seriously. <laughs> we have one guard whose sole job is to keep Adam Dork away, and the guard is Brett Nicholson. He, he, he's on, he's on, he's on the, the wall shield and a whip. <laughs> there's there's the uh, the wall of shame that has just one member, and it's, and it's Adam Dork. <laughs> I I that's like unheard of to me. Like you should. Um, Seriously, think about like eating contests or something like that. Like yeah, that amount Clint of like. was saying that. But every time I watch that man versus food shit on Travel Channel or Food Channel or whatever it is, like I just think about I think about the ice cream in the bar and like the seven steaks and like this guy's a fucking pussy. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, I really should go. Um. Bye bye. Later. See ya. Oh man. Put out of the podcast when I'm playing Spelunky and I'm on a really good run. <laughs> uh, Topher, are you going to um, be able to come to New York for the shenanigans in August? 
What shenanigans? Um, uh, you know, uh, Miguel's going to be in town with his friend Mark, and uh, oh yeah, when is that? Uh, I'm, I think it's mid-August, and then I know Joe Berling is going to be here like the 21st or something like that around that time. Adam, if you, uh, Adam, if you want to quit out of this shit and not record it, you can stop now if you want. Oh snap! Yeah, yeah. Want to go to bed early, like you know, not by eleven or whatever. Eleven. It's, it's almost it's, one. It's, it's it's ten to one. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's a real time. Phoenix time is real time. No, nothing's real in Phoenix. I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> add three, Anthony. Just add three to the hours. Uh, yeah, you were saying, Topher? Um, what was I saying? Neither. Well, you were, you were gonna. Yeah, you were gonna answer my question. Oh, yeah, I might come up. We'll see. Yeah, it should be fun. I mean, I have no I idea what's going. I probably will. I don't know. All right. Probably. It's I, been I mean, a few I've... weeks since I was up, so I might as well. Hmm. I mean, I have no idea what is going to be going on, but um, I'm sure you know some Detroit New York fighter be playing up there. Exactly. Yeah. There'll be some Street Fighter for ideally. I hope this podcast like inspires people like at PAX or something to bring something else. Like that would be ideal, but I don't think it's going to happen. To bring something else. Yeah, it's old. I mean, I'd love to sit around and play fighting games with everybody, but if. It's all fucking Street Fighter Four. I'm good for a few rounds, and then it's like I would like to play something else now. That yeah. was my like- main complaint with this past uh, Baltimore NARP is that you know, <laughs> sure, you know, every once in a while they might play a little fightery, but you know, that was like nonstop all. No, it was Saturday. Yeah, it was the Street entire. It was the entire. Well, everybody from Japanator was here for Otakon, and people were playing Street Fighter Four, and we're like, dude, we have Blaze Blue right here. Like, why are we playing Street Fighter Four? We fucking play this all the time. Mm-hmm. But everybody wanted to play Street Fighter, and I was like, "Oh, I mean, it's good, but Jesus!" Yeah, yeah. we're at Hito's house. They're like a Arcades. library of fighting games here. Arcades. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and I, I'm just maybe, maybe I'm whining because again, I, I suck at them and I, I can't enjoy them because I suck at them. Well, I mean, that's the that's the way I feel. Like I hate fucking Smash Bros, but only because I suck at Smash Bros. Like I can respect it as a game, but it just pisses me the fuck off that other people can take these really simple button yeah. animations and make something like beautiful out of them. I hate Smash well, Bros. too. Yeah, that's the thing, because I, I, my, my friends and I would always play, like, you know, on the end, we'd play the N64, the original, we'd play the GameCube, and, and actually not so much Brawl, but, but like, the, you know, Melee and the original, we would always play them, at, and I would always just sort of sit there, and they'd be like, come on, Smith, play! And I'd be like, what, so you can, guys can just get, get kills? Free, free kills, essentially? Yeah. Like, you know, and then I would play a few rounds, and then I'm like, oh, all right. I'm done because you know I fucking. It wouldn't be as funny as watching you play Res. <laughs> that was once, all right. I mean, dude, we can... that was. Some... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be mean to you, Smith. You know I love you, but. Oh there my was... god. I mean, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I've never played it before. I didn't know what was going on, and you were like, people were like, hold A or press What's A. What's to know? You move the reticle and you. Sh- and you... <laughs> Oh my. But I wasn't expecting to shoot the shoot to be like oh, people are like hold A and then yeah wait I can for understand t- that being a little bit confusing because it's yeah. a thing you have to lock. it was still funny though <laughs> yeah so I'd, I'll fucking watch you play MLB 09 and I'll, I'll, I'll laugh no you won't because I'd die before I do that <laughs> yeah but Anthony if 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 uh, if some if I don't know I could bring that to PAX and then I could t- I could uh, give you a tutorial I would actually kind of enjoy that kind of. Um, I don't know Who's, where we would... Don't we have, uh, Hamza is, like, huge into Smash Brothers, isn't he? No. Uh, I, I, he's John, huge into... John Holmes is huge into Smash Brothers. I know Hamza's huge into Halo. 
We got but, a couple of people that are like really big into Smash Brothers on on staff. Isn't like uh, Orpheus is into Smash Brothers? Orcus? Him too. I don't know. I don't I, know what he even plays. Orcus plays a lot of RPGs, JRPGs, and and he plays FIFA. He which might because I PS, had a, he might get a PS3 for Demon Souls. Okay. After, after uh, I mean, I, I talked to everybody about it besides Anthony. Yeah, I seem to encourage people to get the game. Everything you told me sounded awful. You're like, I've been playing for five hours. <laughs> That's what I said. Like, it didn't sound <laughs> Adam will G-talk me in the middle of the afternoon and be like, I just lost four hours worth of... And I'm like, you're having fun? Yeah, what? Like, why are you saying this like it's a plus? It's like, it's like so the first rewarding. Time. Like, you know, you'll lose all the stuff, <laughs> but then you'll come against this boss, this epic boss, and you'll kill him. And then you're like, oh yeah, who's awesome? But I will admit, <laughs> you, know, you know the big dragon with the multiple mouths and the tons yeah, of seeds. Yeah, that guy's fucking nasty looking. I fought him, and it was one of the most disappointing boss battles in the entire really? game. I was That's very... That's the thing. That sucks, because that guy looked awesome. It, That's it, the thing about... um. Sorry, go ahead, Aaron. It, it, I mean, it, it felt like a boss battle from a different game. That's almost compared to other boss battles that are like, you know, you're actually really trying to survive not to get killed because you don't want to, you know, but, like, that battle is just kind of like, oh, that's it? That's not really even a boss battle. You know, Wilkes, could you guys watch the video for the Monster Hunter, the new Monster Hunter that I posted today? I did not. That no. actually looks kind of cool. Is it the I've always, I hear a lot about that series, and I've always, like, thought about getting into it, but I've never really picked one up. And I mean, I played a little bit of the one that was on PSP, but not enough to really get into it. But It's it really popular in Japan, cool. like, ridiculously popular. It's huge over there. It's huge. Yeah. They have it on PSP, and I think it's got like ad hoc and that whole deal, and people fucking sit around in big groups and play it together. Mm. Multiplayer um, games on PSP are really popular in Japan. Supposedly. I hate how fucking popular the PSP is in Japan, because every time the... Like, Valkyria Chronicles 2, yay, it's on PSP, fuck! Like, I can't yeah. just get something that I want. You know play. why that is? Because they got fucking tons of awesome games on PSP over there. Have you Thanks. ever been to the Japanese PSN store and look at all the shit they have on PSP? I haven't. Oh, I they have tons of shit. Awesome. The everyday hero for thirty seconds or whatever. Oh yeah, they had the demo on the PSN Japanese. Half minute hero. Yeah. Is that the RPG what does that thing? Look like? I've been there. there. I haven't seen that. There's there. there's a bunch of different types of games, but the only one they have is the RPG one. Hmm. So it's just it looks like a, you're playing a NES RPG, going through, and yeah. like. Speaking- Basically, you just uh, pick up items to increase your time length and get new weapons so you can beat the boss. Yeah. Sp- speaking of uh, of like games that you really want to like um, or genres, you know, you're, you guys are talking about strategy RPGs, and like I've had uh, one of my best friends is like, dude, play like Valkyrie Chronicles, and like you know, obviously I've seen it everywhere on the internet, and I just like I watched him play it for a little bit, and like it's really pretty, but I just I don't know, I just can't get into that. There's a different game. <laughs> It's it's no, but, it's more intuitive yeah. than you might think from watching it, it because it's got like enough of like the shooty shooty stuff that like if you're not used to that kind of strategy, then it, like really nice does this really awesome job of like weaning you into the strategy aspect by putting it around this shooty shooty thing, that is like more familiar and more intuitive than like learning where to position your your guys. I, it, I just, ha- it has one of the best difficulty curves of I think any game I've ever played. Okay, I I just don't like turn based games like at all. The only turn based game I've ever liked was. When I was not emulating Pokemon Red and Blue, <laughs> like fucking in like you know 1998 or 99 or whatever, 
You could emulate it that far back? I mean, it, it was on it was on the Game Boy, and then I just downloaded ROMs, so... No, I, w- I wasn't even that good at emulating back then. I was yeah. a new... Um, so, well, that was like... Yeah, we, we got our first computer in the uh, summer of 98. And then, of course, I was, you know, looking up shit on video games. Um, but yeah, I, I just... I don't like, like the turn-based gameplay at all for some reason. But yeah, I mean, I... Um, I might try the demo. We'll see. But um, I just don't have time for shit like that anymore. I played yeah. Persona Three, and that might end up being the last RPG I ever play. I wouldn't blame you. I mean, I wouldn't really go so far as to say that, but <laughs> I I played that and logged something like eighty six, ninety hours. Oh, jeez. And then maybe a month later, I picked up Persona Four and played about fifteen, twenty hours into it, and was like, "Yeah, fuck this." Yeah. <laughs> It's like that, there's mm. that, that, that like, indefinable moment that just suddenly happens. It's like, oh, God, I know exactly what this is going to be for the next, like, I know what I'm going to yeah. do for the next, like, 70 hours. And, and I, I liked it. I really liked it. I, I really liked what I played of it. But after about 15, 20 hours, I was just like, I don't care enough. To, I don't have time for this shit. Mm-hmm. I can't fucking play nothing but this for a month. I just can't do it. Well, that's what, uh, like, Fallout 3, I put 55 hours into that game. Um, but now I'm I, like I've just stopped playing for a while because I, I was you know because that's the kind of game that you just, you can just get lost in where like you know you start playing and you look up and it's fucking three a.m. when you started playing at like nine. Oh, um, yeah, and that's okay if you can finish it like in a week or something. But if you know yeah. you're doing that and you're only fucking fourteen percent through the game, then fuck that. I can't stand Fallout Three. I tried. There's I. I no, I really, really like it, and I, I'm like, it's not like I stopped playing because I didn't want. I just, I just was like, when I heard about Broken Steel, I was like, all right, I'll just wait till the DLC is out on PS3, and then of course it's not going to be out until freaking September, but you know, I'll pick it up again at that point. But um, yeah, this just, I mean, I've, I don't know how many hours I've spent playing fucking even like Be a Pro and Road to the Show and NHL Nine and, and all the Nine, where you know that's you can just play forever in those modes. Um, but that was we, we were saying, Aaron or Adam, about the um, the boss, and that's what I was really disappointed with um, in Mirror's Edge. Like the last level was, I mean, there there wasn't a boss fight, there wasn't anything. It was, I mean, and I guess I you technically can't do like a boss fight in that game. I don't know, but like the sure most, I think that was just laziness. Well, like I mean, the most difficult part of the, of the last level was like the part in the server room area where they were like. A bunch of those guys and like the stairs and, and the glass and but once you take care of all the guys you're free to just break the servers and then you go up to the roof and all you have to do is jump onto the helicopter and then the game ends yeah there's there's, there's nothing to it and like I was saying it looked that was what I was really impressed with was the all that from the first person perspective where once you jump it takes over and it's this first person cutscene of you kicking kicking the guy out of the helicopter and then the helicopter gets shot up and it crashes and it, like fucking it's spinning but it's all you're getting thrown around inside the helicopter and then you know your sister gets thrown out and then you jump off and roll and like you're then you pull her up and it's all from first person like if I don't understand again don't understand why the whole game wasn't like that like they could have pulled a half they could have pulled a half life and they could have never taken you out of the first person perspective and it would have been so much better yeah yeah but then you don't get to look at faith well, I mean, I love that part where you 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 jump off and you get to see your reflection in the mirror and everything. Yeah, but, that was that was that was really sweet. 
it's just like characterization wise it was so this such a fucking awkward combination of of third person and first person that i didn't give two shits yeah and anyway, the story was also really like the i guess but yeah i don't yeah, think story. it's fair to uh compare demon souls to mirror's edge considering <laughs> demon just, souls is all about going to this place and killing this demon and getting its soul it's not about oh, <laughs> let's kind of uh have this fake pseudo boss ending yeah no, i'm just saying like it made the you mentioned boss and it made me think of the last how there was no boss in mirror's edge the, 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 there was even like a cooler like technical boss fight when when you first meet the like assassins that have been trained to beat the run to kill the runners, like with that first part where it's that you, yeah the there's kung, that the what the what kung fu shit where you're fighting them like using martial yeah where where it's like where it's like no it's like where you first run into that big room where it's like this parkour practice facility yeah and then you have to make it yeah yeah, yeah. that was yeah all right well it's one o'clock so yeah we should <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. This thing probably yeah. won't come until later just for, for Jim's sake. sake. Yeah. 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 Good. Peace. Peace. See you.